Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Dr. Pam. Dr. Pamela Gums is our very special guest, and she is the CEO and president of United Healthcare in Berkeley. Uh, California, and and she is uh, she's absolutely terrific. We encourage everyone to binge listen to everything that we've been doing, and a new documentary out, uh, and we'll we'll tell you next week where you could watch it and uh, be able to see it, and and uh, it's it just wonderful, and she's wonderful. Doctor Pam, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Uh, you uh, you mentioned off mic uh, about uh, communication and uh, and people. And the uh, the communication that's needed to to either get them to take their medications or for them to understand, uh, and I imagine this is a this is a big issue with, uh, with doctors, uh, patients, and uh, and pharmacists. Yes, it is. It's quite a big issue about getting patients to become more compliant with the medication and not throwing them away because they don't think the medicine works. Sometimes I imagine it's it's just a matter of of people not uh, giving it long enough or not being patient enough, and maybe they take it one time or two times and it didn't have any effect. Is that the case? Do do, do people lose patience? Uh, I should I should reword that. Do they um, do people and the patients lose patience with the medications that they're taking? Well, they have to realize that. Uh like antidepressants, it takes it takes about three weeks before they start to really work. Um, so they have to, uh, and the doctor should inform them of this when they give them something new. I mean, so many, uh, you know, so many people think that something is gonna uh, is is gonna happen right away. Um, you know, look. Uh, you know, some some things do, right? I mean, uh, if you if you have a pain or you have some kind of um, uh, uh, trauma and you take Tylenol, a couple of Tylenol, uh, you might start feeling better right away. But that's that's a whole different dynamic. Uh, antidepressants, as you mentioned, uh, you know, uh, much more complicated than taking an aspirin. That's right. Um, they don't always understand the directions either. I was going to say that when you tell a patient to take something two times a day, I've known some people to take it one in the morning and one at noon, figuring that's two times a day, whereas two times a day normally means every 12 hours, like nine in the morning or nine at night. Unless the doctor says take one in the morning before breakfast and one before dinner at night. Yeah. So that. They don't. They don't allow the space in between for the medication to work. You, you know, let me ask you a question, um, and it's it, it's actually uh, uh, on the selfish end because it's it's something that's happened to me before. But every once in a while, I'll forget, and I, I take uh, I, I take a twelve a statin, I take lisinopril, and I take bistolic, um, you know, for uh, high blood pressure and. Uh, you know, I have five stents, so uh, so I take that. Uh, every once in a while, I'll forget to, I, and it's every once in a long while, uh, I forget to uh, to take a uh, one of the pills, and then I think to myself, did I take it? 
Now, I have a little container that uh, that says, you know, Monday, you know, through Friday, and I can simply count. But every once in a while, it, it's, it, it, you know, you go out of sequence with it, or you're traveling, where, where I'm traveling, and, and you don't get in, you, you don't have a perfect um, flow uh, going in, and and you could very well get confused. So if if I forgot uh, to take my atorvastatin at night, for example, um, when when should I take it? As soon as I as soon as I found out that I forgot. As soon as as soon as you remember, take it right away. Yeah, and then some sometimes when um, w- when I'm not sure whether I've fa- uh, I've I've forgotten. Uh, to take it, and, and I'm thinking maybe I did take it, and whatever. Sometimes I'll break it in half and take a half. Is, is that a good? Thing? <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> well, normally the bottles come in 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 thirties, and lots of times people will just count how many pills they have left to make sure to see whether they they've taken it or not. Uh, do Do you recommend these? These little containers that say Monday through Friday, AM, PM. I think I think they're wonderful. And if you have a, um, if you get them from a pharmacy, I think uh, they have compliance bubble packs that they can give you. Those work also. Let me remind folks, Doctor Pamela Gums, or Doctor Pam as she's known, uh, is, uh, is is a highly regarded, nationally regarded. Uh, a pharmaceutical professional, and uh, her her uh, doctor came a while ago, and thank God for so many people that it did. She's been uh, such a uh, a tremendous uh, force in her in her area, and uh, all the accolades she's gotten and awards she's gotten, and and again, new documentary we'll be telling you next week where you could watch it. Dr. Pamela Gums or Dr. Pam is our very special guest. Binge listen. To everything that we've been doing, Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, Dr. Pam. Uh, Dr. Pam, you're talking about um, the communication of, uh, of a doctor and or a pharmacist um, to, uh, to a patient where a patient may, uh, you know, give up on a, uh, on a medication. If the doctor is, is, uh, has in their records uh, or for that matter, a pharmacist has in their records that they're supposed to be taking that, and they've stopped taking it. Um, uh, what, what is the what's the consequence, or or better yet, what's the um, what's the resolution for a uh, for a doctor? I, I mean, it, is it a, a sit down and a man to man or man to woman or woman to woman talk with the patient, or is it uh, you know some kind of um, is, is there's not much you can really do if a patient decides not to take their medication. Well, we 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 con- we'll contact the patient if they don't pick it up. We'll contact them to find out why. Um, some of them forget to pick things up. Some of them say it's not working anymore, and if it's not working anymore, we'll ask them why they think that way, and we will contact their MD. And let them know what the patient said, that they are no longer taking this medication because it does this and this to them. And we leave it in the hands of the, the medical doctor to um, either convince the patient to take the medicine or to switch it to some kind of alternative. Are, are you, and that's the best way for us. Are, are you often asked about 
um, I don't know, holistic medicine or alternative um, medications, homeopathy? Uh, are, are you asked about uh, alternative types of medicine often? Oh, oh, lots of times. Lots of times. People have the, um, they've, they've read on the internet, this works and that works, and they will, um, they'll, they'll tell us that they, they don't, they're no longer going to take this. Um, the doctor gave her a sleeping pill, but melatonin's out there. So she's going to take melatonin instead. Yeah. Little things like that. But we normally, we, we, we normally will um, give all the advice the patient gives us to the doctor because he, he thinks the patient is on a sleeping pill and they're not taking it. I think his record should be up to date also. So we will, we will also tell the doctor and we will ask the patient the next time they go in to please tell the doctor what they've done. There's an old expression that says a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing. And, you know, someone hears something as a rumor or they hear it from a non-medical professional or, or a non-pharmacist. And somebody says, hey, uh, take this instead of that. And they, you know, someone goes on a, on a website, you know, you could easily f find a website that promotes anything. You know, it's, uh, there's not a, uh, um, there's not a, a, an, an awful lot of uh, regulation uh, stopping anybody from reading any particular, um, uh, you know, uh, cr you know, there are criteria for putting something on the internet. So, you know, you could find information you have no idea who wrote it right you have no idea it could be a non-medical person it could be a you know just somebody who's uh, who has no training whatsoever but they uh you know you know i was going to say a witch doctor type person but you know somebody that uh that has absolutely no um no training and no expertise in pharmaceuticals and or uh and, and or medicine of any kind let me remind folks once again you're listening to the voice of Dr. Pamela Gums. Dr. Pam, as she's known, is the CEO and president of United, uh, Health, uh, United Pharmacy in, uh, in Berkeley, California. Uh, Frank McKay here, so much more important. Dr. Pam. Uh, but uh, address that if you would. Uh, are, are, you, are you competing or are doctors competing often with, uh, with websites or things that, that are on the Internet that are completely unfounded? And uh, and and unsubstantiated. Well, all I can say is that, that most natural products are non-selective. In other words, they come with their benefits, but they also come with side effects. Uh, and we have to let the patient understand that. Uh, yes, it does. It, it will take care of your aches and pains, but it may also conflict with some of the other medications that you're taking. Because it also does this. Uh, something that's, like I said, we've, once before, with a blood pressure medication, it slows down. It, it, it gets your, your blood pressure down, but it slows down the rest of your senses, too. A stimulant hits your brain. Uh, the patient has to be very careful about what they take. And I ask them to come into the pharmacy, let me know what you're taking. And I'll, I'll, I'll take the extra time to let you know what the side effects are and whether or not it interferes with your present medication. There is no cost. Are, are there situations where you've, uh, you've come across patients that, um, 
that are asking for medications that they haven't been prescribed and uh, do they try to talk you into giving it to them somehow and you obviously you can't without a doctor's prescription uh, but have you come across those type of uh, situations oh yes um, my mother had it and she looks great I, and I'm, I'm just like my mother and uh, they go on and on and on and and I, I sometimes take a pill from her from her bottle and it works for me and I, I hear that and I tell them that they need to go. Why don't, why don't they go to the um, when they bring their mother in for a visit? Why don't they go in with her and explain that to her doctor? And the doctor, I'm pretty sure, can explain why her mother should be on it and not them. Yeah, I, I mean, we've we're seeing more and more, um, uh, you know, people have. Uh, their own theories, and especially with the pandemic, have uh, you know being upon us. By the way, I just got my booster shot um, uh, for the uh, for the first time. I had COVID back in in December, and I got an infusion. Uh, you know, and I had my you know I had my vaccination, both vaccinations, Pfizer, and I uh, I I got uh, a case of COVID. And I'm sure it would have been much worse if I didn't have the vaccinations. But I need because I got the infusion, which is supposed to be a very good thing to get, right? I mean, the infusion is supposed to be a good thing. Um, I uh, I was um, uh, uh, what's the, well regulated uh, to when I could get my booster. So I needed to wait. I think 90 days. I think it was 90 days after the infusion in order to get my booster shot. So I just went to you know, my pharmacist and, and uh, ended up getting my booster shot, which basically is just a, a third vaccination, right? Is, is this your second booster or your first? My first one. Okay. So, you know, I got, I have two vaccinations. I have the first and second Pfizer shot. I was supposed to get a third one. I, I mean, a, a, a booster shot uh, right when they allowed me to. Um, and I got scared off because it was Moderna. And I was going on a, I was going on a flight the next day, and I was afraid that if I had side effects, maybe people would um, would think that I had COVID, and maybe they'd be afraid to sit next to me, or you know, I'd be scaring the the plane. Um, so I wanted to stick with uh, Pfizer. Now people are saying that that mixing and matching is actually a good thing. Like if you get a, uh, if you have the Pfizer um, uh, shots, that uh, getting a Moderna. Um, it kind of gives you extra uh, coverage, uh, or well, whatever—not uh, coverage, but whatever you would call it—protection. Um, uh, do you uh, do you agree with that or disagree with that? Uh, there's pros and cons on that. You can look all over the internet, and you can find some people who say you should stick with just one thing, and some have the attitude that you you just brought up. Yeah. So, you know, I've I've gone with uh let's stick with the the same one uh when i'm when am i allowed to get my second booster what is the uh what is the take on that i would think it'd be in six months oh, in six months okay yeah i wish i can get it sooner but uh, you know i, I want to do everything I'm you don't need to you don't need two booster shots in a row <laughs> that doesn't help no <laughs> Well, uh, listen, this is, uh, you know, this is all good. I, I could, well, I, I could get a flu shot in between, but I think flu season's over for for us here. And you didn't get a flu shot this year? I didn't get one. Do you get one every year? 
Yes. Uh huh. Do you give it to yourself? Oh no, no. I go. I let someone else give it to me. <laughs> yeah, I've seen your staff. You got a terrific staff of folks there, and I, I guess you, you trust. But I could see, I could see somebody administering a shot to themselves, right? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure people have. I'm sure people. Oh, I, I'm sure they, I surely do, but um, I wouldn't want to do it to myself. I don't think I would either. Um, again, Dr. Pamela Gums is our very special guest. Binge listen to everything that we've uh, we've done together. She's absolutely terrific. And we'll let you know next week where you can see the documentary on Dr. Pam Gums and Dr. Pam, as she is known. Frank McKay here with Dr. Pam. Uh, we've got a couple moments left. Um, yeah, I'd like to bring up. I'd like to bring up the subject of inhalers, if I can. Yeah, please. We got yeah, plenty. Of um, uh, the oral inhalers that people um, use, it's a. They simply seem to forget that uh, they have to um, use a, a shake motion to shake it well before they use it. And then they they often forget. I see them just pull out the inhaler, stick it in their mouth, push down the pump, and think that they're inhaling it. Uh, they, uh, I, I believe that education is needed on how to use an oral inhaler, because at first you have to t inhale yourself, you exhale, and then after you exhale, then after the inhaler is shaken well, you put the inhaler in your mouth, push down the pump, and then you slowly inhale. And you hold it for a count of 10, and then you can breathe out again. And then you that way you, you make sure you get the total amount of medication you're supposed to get. People often fail to do this, and so they go through their, like, albuterol inhalers in 15 days or 20 days instead of a month. And that's just supposed to be used for um, emergencies. Uh, is that people and albuterol is a stimulant type of thing, so... Yeah, is it uh, is that people who uh, uh, who have asthma mostly? Or? These are people who have asthma. Uh, that's something uh, that they also need a prescription for, right? You you can't. Do that's that. correct. Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. uh, let, let me ask you about uh, you know before we go about over the counter uh, uh, medication. Uh, have they have they recently changed uh, things that used to be? Uh, prescription only to over over the counter. Uh, are you noticing changes in that, uh, or is it becoming more regulated? Oh no, they have switched them. Like some of the things for your stomach, um, they have uh, Prevacid and other items that are now over the counter. The dose is half the dose of, of a prescription medication. However, that's yeah. So that's interesting. So. I, you know, people hearing that might uh, might end up taking double, you know, just a double dose to uh, to kind of catch up uh, to where the prescription is. But you know, uh, you should certainly read the the back and just follow the directions very closely. Yes, uh -huh. Dr. Pam, any any final word on on communicating uh, with uh, with either your doctor, your pharmacist about your medications? Well, I would I would like to have one heed. Putting topicals on your skin, it's its not like putting soap. Some people, when they put a, um, a cream, antibiotic cream or a cream for pain, they just 
take a huge amount and smother it all over their skin. And I just want to let them know that they're they're um, clogging up the pores, and therefore the, the the medication is not being absorbed, and it's not working at all. It's just a small amount massaged into your skin, so it can be well absorbed and it starts working right away. I think we keep going through the thing more is better, but not with uh, ointments or creams. Well, listen, just a, a wonderful job as always, Dr. Pam, Dr. Pamela Gums. Thank you very much for being here. Okay, thank you. And to everyone out there, please, uh, if you're if you're in the area, if you're in uh, Berkeley, California, please go to United Pharmacy. Uh, but uh, if not, you could hear more from Dr. Pam here and, and on the internet, and we're we're available on 124 different outlets. So take your pick. Whichever one you happen to be listening to right now is fine with us. Uh, but binge listen to everything that we've done. It doesn't have to be in any particular order. Uh, Frank McKay here with Dr. Pamela Gums, the uh, CEO and president of United Pharmacy. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. Dr. Pam, once again, has been our very special guest. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.